Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you start out to make a film, unless it is indeed a comedy, you're usually doing so with the intent of it being taken seriously as a piece of art. Unfortunately, though, that's not always the case. Thanks to either budget constraints, gaffes, or huge plot holes, rendering otherwise serious films hilariously funny. So let's take a look at them today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 hilarious films that weren't supposed to be funny. Number 10. No Retreat, No Surrender. A late entry in the cinematic subgenre genre known as Bruceploitation, No Retreat, No Surrender might still be marketed as such, but for an early acting role for Jean-Claude Van Damme, who appears for barely 10 minutes, says next to nothing and still walks away with the movie. It's a low-budget Karate Kid rip-off with a weird twist in that instead of being taught martial arts by a local Mr. Miyagi, a bullied teen is tutored by the ghost of Bruce Lee. If you're not in stitches when a badly dubbed Lee impersonator who looks absolutely nothing like the little dragon emerges from a mysterious pool of light and says, you asked me to come out, well then check your pulse. Nobody's more impressed than Van Damme, who, come their final real tussle, changes his normally blank expression to mild surprise, and that is pretty much his acting range. Number 9. Cat Women of the Moon Commanding a plastic spaceship furnished with hammocks, office desks, and some army surplus equipment, Captain Sunny Tufts reaches the moon only to find a matte painting, some polystyrene rocks, and a pair of giant spiders on wire waiting to pounce, or at least be lowered by a crew member. Not only are there arachnids on the moon, there's oxygen aplenty, and a cardboard palace inhabited by the Hollywood cover girls, who, dressed in their chokers and black leotards, sport garish makeup, widow's peak hairstyles, and pointy ears to make them appear feline. They've never seen a man before and never seen a man like Sonny, but before he can regale them with hilarious anecdotes, the girls supply food and drink and perform a dance to pad out the run time. Unaccustomed to receiving this kind of female companionship for free, Sonny's suspicions turn out to be well-founded when one of the Catwomen admits the crew were lured there for the purpose of stealing their ship. Never trust a moon maiden. Number 8. Prophecy Described by Stephen King as looking sort of like a skinned pig and sort of like a bear turned inside out, Prophecy's creature is the result of mercury poisoning caused by pollution from the local paper mill. Basically boiling down the plot into a, yup, it's radiation, which everybody loves recycling. It's also the source of the film's unintentional laughs, especially when it starts knocking around campers who are unable to get out of their sleeping bags, and then chowing down on little kids. Looking in some shots like a stuffed animal being wheeled towards its victim, 
victims, this product of the evils of capitalism was, ironically enough, the product of a cost-conscious studio. Pressured by Paramount to keep production costs down before the movie's antagonist had been properly designed, director John Frankenheimer abandoned his plans for a towering dragon-like creature and opted instead for an actor in a bear suit. Anyone watching this just for laughs is advised to forego the first half and skip straight to the monster's attacks. And definitely do not miss the final shot. Number 7. From Hell It Came A picture guaranteed to bring out the worst puns imaginable, such as his bark is worse than his bite, what a sap, and surely not etc etc, From Hell It Came convincingly depicts the old legend of Tabanga, a tree monster who, as any anthropologist will tell you, came back to avenge its wrongs. On an island of the South Seas, weirdly populated by white English-speaking extras, a prince named Kimo is sentenced to death by ceremonial dagger for supposedly murdering a chief. But every B-movie fan knows that when a wrongly convicted man swears vengeance on his persecutors before being buried in a hollow tree trunk, it's only a matter of time before he returns as another actor in a silly costume. And what a costume it is. This is unlikely to scare anyone except the film's financial backers, because it looks like a bloody cucumber. Hilarious. Number 6. The Adventures of Hercules When his seven mighty thunderbolts are stolen, Zeus, the Greek god of, um, well, fake beards, calls upon Hercules to battle extras in yeti costumes and rubber monster suits in order to retrieve them. But wait, there's more. Hercules's nemesis, King Minos, has been resurrected by the forces of evil and is sent to kill him. And if that whets your appetite for a climactic sword fight, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. But if you just thought, well, I hope that one of them transforms into an animated dinosaur and then have a fight in outer space, well, you know what, mate? Give yourself a cigar. With its poorly choreographed fight sequences and scenes of skimply attired maidens being sacrificed by a villain in a Ronald McDonald wig, The Adventures of Hercules proves to be a jaw-on-the-floor fantasy bit of filmmaking, but it's for all the wrong reasons. Number 5. Anaconda So in the Amazon, on a documentary shoot, Jennifer Lopez and her crew instead find John Voight, who despite his sneer and accent of rather dubious Provence, is able to convince them to begin a hunt for the eponymous 40-foot reptile. Don't be fooled by the $40 million budget and the starry cast, though, because Anaconda is a sci-fi movie to the core, full of hilarious moments and even funnier monsters, who alternate between hysterically unconvincing rubber props and an equally lousy digital creation. In a movie with no short of show-stopping moments, the pick of the bunch has to be the scene where the anaconda swallows Voight whole, at which point the director treats us to something that we never got to see in any black-and-white creature feature, a point-of-view shot from inside the anaconda's throat. It's spellbinding and totally, totally weird. Number 4. Undefeatable Released straight to video, Undefeatable became a YouTube sensation in later years when its literally eye-popping finale was viewed over 7 million times, much to the amusement of actor Don Neum. Now, Neum plays Stingray, a mullet-haired, bug-eyed psycho with a tendency to experience childhood flashbacks while looking in a mirror. He's also a dab hand at being the worst person ever, committing sexual assault against his wife while also cooking a steak. And when his wife understandably leaves him, he goes out and kills every woman who reminds him of her. Unfortunately, and rather weirdly, not only do all of his victims know Kung Fu, but he also crosses the path of waitress by day, street fighter by night, Cynthia Rothrock, who's serving donuts and snapping collarbones to pay her sister's tuition. It's a tale with a lot going on, and none of it is good. 
Number three, Lady Terminator. This is your typical Indonesian Terminator ripoff. The villain is the South Sea Queen of Asian folklore whose sexual partners lose their pride and joy to an, how do I describe this? An eel that is between her legs. And when one gentleman caller removes the eel, the queen vows to avenge the insult by returning to claim the man's ancestors. A century later, the queen possesses a bikini-clad anthropologist, causing her to act and dress like an Austrian bodybuilder. So far, so good, right? But then it really kicks into gear, as they start ripping scenes straight from James Cameron's movie, including a shootout at a tech noirish bar and a sequence where our injured antagonist makes a pit stop to address her wounds. The running gun battles are probably the least interesting part of the movie, because this has got so much blood, nudity, stupidity, bad hair and laughable dialogue, it's the kind of experience that words alone do not do justice to. Number 2. Robo Vampire Picture a cheaply made Robocop knockoff where the lead actor wears a tinfoil suit, shin pads, goggles, and a silver crash helmet. Right? Now next, imagine him interacting with footage ripped from two other movies, including a Thai cop thriller and a Hong Kong supernatural comedy. That is Robo Vampire. Three movies for the price of one. And yet you're still gonna demand your money back. Hilariously, the Hong Kong footage features Chinese hopping vampires, so when Robo isn't fighting gangsters whose machine guns don't produce muzzle flares, he's seamlessly reacting to vampires that can hop, fly, and disappear at will. These creatures also possess the ability to make our hero fly through the air on clearly visible wires, and the actor's attempts to move robotically while being thrown are hilarious. And for bad measure, the filmmakers also decide to throw in a kung fu-kicking female ghost who turns into an obvious double in every other shot. Brilliant. And number one, Plan 9 from Outer Space. With its amateurish performances, dime store effects, and absurdly quotable dialogue, Plan 9 is the gold standard of cinematic ineptitude, the Citizen Kane of bad movies, as it were. It's also terrific fun when seen with a crowd. Now, like all great entertainment, this baffling tale of pompous alien zombie wrestlers and stock footage just wants to have a fun time. But it's even better when enjoyed with a receptive audience. Edward's signature film was becoming a midnight favourite just as its creator was losing out to alcoholism and his creditors. Its popularity actually brought it so much attention that it was awarded the Golden Turkey's worst film of all time, beginning an interest in Edward's back catalogue that led to a string of books and documentaries as well as eventually a Tim Burton-helmed biopic, and Wood saw none of it. He died on the morning of December 10th, 1978, three days after being evicted from his tiny Hollywood apartment. Sad times, right? 
and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.